Hello and welcome to the Greenville Smarts series for Bond County candidates. We will be interviewing all the candidates that are running opposed for uh, the seats that are coming up in Bond County. Today I have Jacob Rail with me. Jacob is running for District 3 of the County Board. Welcome, Jacob. Uh, thanks, Elaine. Thank you for having me here. This is an awesome opportunity and I really appreciate y'all inviting all of us to do this. Oh yeah, well, it's, you know, it's good for the, the voters as well because it gives us a chance to get to know who you are. Mm -hmm. I mean, oftentimes I think people go into a voting booth and, and some, you know, there, sometimes there's a, a candidate that they don't know anything about. Right. And I think it's a great chance for uh, people to get to know you and your fellow candidates. Mm -hmm. So Jacob, um, tell us a little bit about your background, um, where you're from, et cetera. All right, so uh, my parents growing up were both Air Force, so I was actually born in Texas. Don't remember any of it. We moved back to Illinois when I was really, really little. I don't know how young, but it was real young. Um, and they, they both worked at Scott Air Force Base, so uh, I kind of grew up when I was younger in Belleville. A lot of my earliest memories are from there. Uh, but eventually they, they decided they wanted to get out of that area and kind of come out to the country, so they, they moved to the rural Pocahontas area just north of uh, Interstate 70 there. Um, and so I, that's, I ended up going there. I ended up graduating high school from Highland High School in 2016. Um, and from there, I went to the U of I Springfield uh, for a little while, which was a great experience. I managed to get involved in, in community up there, kind of learn a little bit how government worked and, uh, you know, take a lot of amazing classes with professors with vast experience that uh, really kind of helped, uh, helped me figure out who I was and, and what I stood for. And I came home and decided, you know, I, I'd like to do something. I'd like to run. Uh, I had no idea if I would won my first term or not, but I was I was excited that I did, and I've I've tried to put in all my effort these past two years to uh, make sure that I'm working for the community. Oh, great! Yeah, that's right. You've been you're on the board currently, mm -hmm. and deciding to run again. Um, so I guess that you enjoy what you do. Um, you feel it's a calling of some sort. Um, is there something? What initially sparked your I mean, it sounds like you've had an interest in, right. in, in, you know, helping out your community for a long time, but was there one thing that sparked your, hey, I'm going to do this? So I guess uh, going into my senior year of high school, mm -hmm. and, you know, a, a lot of people probably in the same boat as me, you don't necessarily have a full idea of what you want to do with your life. Right. Um, and it just happened to be that my senior year was right through those 2016 primaries for the presidential wow. election. That's all anyone was talking about. Um, you know, you couldn't escape it. Everyone in class would be talking about the debates. You know, people would be arguing and debating at the lunch hour. Um, and, you know, I, I definitely spent quite a bit of time watching what was going on. And I spent extra time, too, starting to read books because I wanted to understand, you know, policy and philosophy and then trying to figure out where I fit into that whole category. Um, so going to college later on that year, you know, I graduated my senior year, got to college, and that was the general election portion of 2016. And it was, <laughs> it was probably one of the wildest things. It was, uh, you know, there was a lot of drama and, and uh, people butting heads. It was an interesting time to go to college. And, and that didn't scare you away from politics? Did it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it excited you a little bit more? Well, I, I think a lot that we have going on in the recent couple of years is a lot of people have almost com become combative to each other. But I think one of the greatest things, especially here in Bond County, 
is uh, once you get out and you start talking to people and you meet a bunch of people, you kind of realize that that combative nature it might exist with people for that federal level stuff or that highest level stuff, but that doesn't represent politics as a whole, especially when you get to your community-driven right. stuff. And, and maybe there's stuff that I don't see or there's something going on, but overwhelmingly, while people might be in opposition to each other and why people might disagree with certain views with each other, uh, people have their politics and then they'll shake hands and they'll work together they'll go to their family events together you know it's it's kind of how it's supposed to be I think I think so um, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your time spent on the board so far um, things that you've been working on or a part of or mm -hmm. the things that you you know see on the horizon right so uh, I, I will say kind of right off when I got on the board there I wasn't sure what to expect mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm running as a Republican, and I was the first Republican elected, and, and I'm not quite sure how long it was, because that was before my time. But um, so I wasn't sure how to react, especially kind of seeing the state of state politics. Sure. Um, you know, and, and I was very happy to say that I think I get along with, with uh, everyone that was on the board. Um, you know, we've had disagreements. We've, uh, you know, there's times where people have voted differently of other individuals, but overwhelmingly, I think we have great discussions. And uh, I think that uh, in the end, we, we come together to work for community. Um, so one of my big pushes, and it's something that I experienced back in high school, um, was, was internet, broadband. Uh, you know, when I was in high school, I think it was probably my junior year where I started experiencing, they were like, hey, uh, you have to go home, go on Google Drive, access these documents, do this, do that. And at that time, I was on uh, satellite internet. And just to load up my Google Gmail to read an email probably took, it could be as short as one minute, but it could take 10 plus minutes sometimes, you know. Yeah. Um, so that was something that affected me, though it wasn't as big a deal. Um, Kind of as we got into these past couple of years, the craziness we've experienced, uh, broadband has always been behind in Bond County. The infrastructure just hasn't been there, hasn't been built as a whole. Uh, but we're, we're, it kind of, uh, COVID kind of brought to the forefront, hey, this is a problem. When you had people working from home and students trying to do classwork from home, you know, in some areas of the county, it's fine. But when you're putting all that stress on the uh, kind of systems that we have in place, sorry, um, you kind of saw that this this was something that just wasn't up to par with where it needed to be. Um, and to a lot of folks, you know, uh, some people internet may not be a big deal and that's fine. You know, it, it's not something you necessarily have to have, but for many people, especially the younger generations, it is becoming a necessity. Cause it's not just there for entertainment purposes, which, you know, the entertainment is fine, it's great. Um, but it's also there for educational purposes, business opportunities. Uh, and I was just talking to some individuals recently too. Apparently there are agricultural uh, opportunities available with that too. I think they called it precision ag. Uh, so I'm not quite sure how that part of it works. Uh, there's more research I still need to do into that. But my, my big push has definitely been broadband. Uh, the county was willing to work with me and we formed the broadband committee. Uh, we have individuals uh, from different walks of life who are working together. Uh, and we, uh, recently we just kind of finished up a state training that we got accepted into with a couple other communities from across the state. It was a statewide program, but they had some amazing experts in there who kind of helped us through the process of, uh, you know, kind of going through and, and looking at, uh, I guess, training us in all the terminology, you know, current systems in place, how they work, how they don't work, uh, how to come up with your plans, goals, ideas, your vision, your mission, you know. And so that's been an exciting thing that we've done for the past couple months. Um, and uh, it's definitely been, been a cool thing. 
outside of broadband though um i guess this kind of ties back you don't there's no book for how to be a good board member right. or you know when you get into any political position a lot of it is kind of figuring it out yourself uh, so I wasn't quite sure the best way to do that. So I ended up, um, the, the townships that I represent, a majority of residents, I've been active at their meetings uh, for probably past year and a half. Maybe it was close to, maybe it was close to when I first got on the board. I don't remember. It's been a while, but almost every month for the past many, many months, I've been, you know, at the old Ripley and the, and the Shoal Creek township meetings. Uh, and I think that's been an amazing experience too. Uh, because I've met, you know, a few folks, uh, and there's not always a bunch of people at the meetings, but uh, you, you do meet quite a few folks, and it's also good being there, I think, because uh, a lot of stuff that comes to it is, you know, a lot. Of, some people might think when you get on the board, you're just there at the meetings, you approve stuff, you deny stuff, whatever it is, but being there at these other community meetings, I'm able to kind of hear some stuff about what's going on, uh, and especially for probably my first year on the board, longer even, there was many times that I, I came back up here to the annex building or I, I called, you know, other board members or other people in positions. I'm like, hey, someone's having something with this. Uh, what can I refer to them do, to? What can I, you know, do to kind of help out there? So, uh, you know, I'm trying to be involved in my community where I can. Um, and it, it has been a pretty interesting two years yeah. now I could have definitely probably done more on that front you know because you also have your village meetings and whatnot but um, you know a good message to people too is a lot of these local political positions mm -hmm. they, they pay a little bit but it's not something that's going to change your life um, so I still work a full-time job while I've been doing this as well uh, so I've been you know for the past two years I've, I've wholly dedicated myself to this so I still work full-time pay my bills mm -hmm. but Basically, all my protected paid time off I've earned is if there's a meeting or there's a concern that needs to be addressed, I've used it for that. That's so great. I've basically just been here, no vacations, no <laughs> nothing for the past couple of years. Uh -huh. But, you know, I, I love this community. I love this county, and I love being here. Um, and so as long as I'm serving, if the people choose to reelect me for another term, then I will continue that dedication, you know. Um, but that's going to be up to the people. Yeah, well, that's great. And uh, it's... Do you uh, have a way for people to get in touch with you? Um, if they have questions to ask, can they reach out to you directly? Right, yeah, so uh, I don't think I have anything with my personal phone number out there, but well, you know. Probably not do that, but if, right. that's up to you, but. But you know, if there's been any issues or someone's had to get contact, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and the county's had to pass out my phone number, I have no problem answering people's okay. calls. Uh, I have my personal Facebook page and I've had people reach out to me on there as well, mm -hmm. um, which is also something that I'm fine with. Uh, you know, I try and get back to people as quick as I can. I try to be respectful about it. Uh, you know, the other day when I missed your call, I was like, I didn't want to call back too late. And no, right. So ge fine. generally, if someone leaves a message on whatever, you know, form they choose to contact me with, I'll get back to them as soon as possible. Oh, that's good. Um, if you don't leave a message, I might not with all the spam <laughs> phone calls that happen all the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's understandable. But yeah, you did. You got right back to me. Um, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you uh, spending some time with us. Uh, we just wanted to get a quick snapshot of, you know, who you are, um, why you run, and, um, you know, uh, anything else that you might want the voters to know about you. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I will continue to work for you guys. Okay. You know, whether you vote for me or not, uh, whether you support me or not, uh, I'm, I'm there to represent everyone. Not one party, not one community. It's everyone as a whole. And through the past couple of years, all of our county's communities have gone through really trying times. And, uh, you know, I, I think going forward, it's, it's important that we make our voice heard 
in these elections because these voices, uh, the people that you elect, are going to have a big impact on our communities. So whether it's me, whether it's someone else, you know, make sure you get out and support who you want to support. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jacob. And thank you for listening to our series on the candidates for Bond County. The Greenville Smart Podcast is brought to you by Bradford National Bank, Entertech Global, Greenville University, Greenville Chamber of Commerce, and the Greenville Smart Center. For more on our series for candidates for Bond County, please visit our website, greenvillesmart.com.